to the Takeover Podcast. This your host, your homeboy, Superstar P. Today, as the co-host, we got the co-owner of the Takeover, Mr. B.A. Alexander. What's going on with you, man? What's going on, man? It's good to be here, man. I missed out on the last show. I'm back. So, let's get it started. Hey, right, man, we're going to get it rolling, man. I'm glad you made it in. First time on the show, you know, first time many appearances. Man, a lot of stuff to get into. First, before we get into anything, we're going to shout out one of our sponsors, the Supernatural Barber Shop over there in Bossier City. My homeboy, D, decided to give us a sponsor. We shall appreciate it. Any music you hear on here is not for distribution. It's just for promotional use only. Man, um, a lot of stuff going on in the NFL. One of the fans left a comment. They want us to comment on that Cam Newton interview situation. So, B.A., I want to ask you what you thought about that press conference he did where he kind of, I guess, pouted. I don't know, but I'm going to get your opinion. I'm going to put my words in Well, I mean, Cam is Cam. He's been like this since he came in the league. But now, he became the MVP. Yeah. I mean, last year and this coming into this year, you were the face of the NFL. You got to grow up. I mean, you just got to grow up and be mature about the situation. You can dance in the end zone and do all that other stuff. And But when it comes down, when you lose, you pout like a kid. Right. So you, you just got to grow up. Man. That's, just, that's just simple. You just got to grow up. I mean, that's it. Yeah, you got to grow up, you know, with, as they say with that Spider-Man thing. It's something like what comes with great power comes, great responsibility. Something like that. If I screwed it up, don't worry about it. I don't got all these quotes memorized. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, he just, he reminds you of the typical teenager. You know, you see a teenager that plays sports. They on top of the world. When they win, you can't tell them nothing. They feeling themselves. As soon as they lose, they kind of fade back. You know, they don't want to ask no more questions. They don't want to talk about the game. But, you know, he's not showing that he's a good leader by just, you know, showing that it's bothering him. You got to get over and roll over to the next game. Get the questions out the way. You know, be responsible about it. Be a adult about it. Move on, man. Pounding ain't going to get you nowhere. Right. Man, my take on it. I mean, we've seen a whole lot of great superstars come through the league, NBA and NFL. And I, I've seen LeBron lose, I've seen Kobe lose, I've seen Peyton Manning lose, I've seen Tom Brady, but they sit up there and they answer the tough questions. They on dodge and, and duck and next question. I mean, we already know you ain't gonna be in no good mood when you lose. That's obvious. But when you're a superstar at that level, you gotta sit there and take those tough questions, man. Like you said, you up here diving and dancing when you get in the end zone. Your, your team is taking that. I mean, that was last year. They was taking the little pictures on the sideline. But look, man, when you lose, you gotta sit up there like a man and answer those tough questions. Ain't nobody gonna have no pity on Cam Newton because Cam Newton bought a lot of a lot of this on itself. I mean, Cam, yeah. he came into the league with all kinds of, you know, scrutiny, just stuff behind right. him. So. You gotta, you gotta accept it. You, you saying that you're nothing the NFL has never seen before. So you gonna get a lot of good, but when the bad come, accept it like a man and keep it rolling. Like I said, you just gotta be an adult and just he gotta mature. I don't see how he hasn't matured yet in that. I mean, all the greats do it. You know, they sit up there to answer the questions, even if they know they're dumb questions, and they already know how you feel about it. They're still going to add. Just answer them and get it out of the way. What's, what's the big deal? Yeah, but not saying to Cam's defense, but he hasn't done nothing but one at every level. He won in high school. 
Then he went to junior college, he won. Then he won the college, he won. Then he won the Heisman. So I, I know he's not really accustomed to losing, but I mean, that's still no excuse because we, we go back to a lot of the greats. They won at every level. And, and like I said before, if you see Tom Brady and some of the other people still there after they lose, they answer the questions and, and they going about their business. And then, you know, you just don't walk off the stage. And I get it, but it's more who is, who's doing it than what happened. I mean, I don't see athletes before walk off the stage, what a big deal. But when you Cam Newton and you celebrate the way you celebrate. He celebrates the way he celebrates. Plus, also, I mean, Cam, like, draws attention to himself. When he does interviews, you know, how he's, like, I just made that statement of what he said about how the NFL has never seen a talent like his. You right. Know? He, he draws all that to himself. So, when you lose, people want to see, you know, they want to see you answer these tough questions, like how you feel. You know, how you feel. That's a tough question. You know how they already know how you feel. It's just when you draw that much attention, you know, and, and then you lose, expect that feedback. You know, you got to accept it. You lost, you get out here, you get the dabbing. And then you get on them press conferences. <laughs> Ain't no dabbing going on. <laughs> Ain't no dabbing in. You went dabbing in that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, Cam, I, I, I believe he's going to eventually get together. Hopefully, for his sake. He has to. Yeah, man. Um, in the NFL, there's still a lot of more other stuff going on, man. It's been a, a couple of surprise teams, contenders and pretenders. Um, Vikings. The Vikings, right now, we definitely – I can't say they're the best team in the NFL, but they do have the best defense in the NFL. And their record says they're the best team in the NFL. The Cowboys is another team that I don't think people expect it to be contending, but to me, they, they are Super Bowl contenders. You have to say it by their record and, and how they playing on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I mean, the offense is pretty much just the run game is just, you know, dominating. And then their defense is doing enough to win games. So, you got to say they're a Super Bowl. Man, and I, and I think the biggest pretender to me out there right now I sure hate to say it, but I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, man, I'm not going to say they're pretenders. I can't say it. I can't say it, man. I can say it. Man, I'm looking at the games they lost. They lost to the Eagles. That was a 34-3 game. That was bad. Then they got beat badly by the Dolphins. They defense just ain't good. It's just not good enough. Well, I'm going to be. Okay. Their defense is not good. But if you really look at it, Neither is the Cowboys defense. You see, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the Cowboys find a way to win. They, the Cowboys defense is bend but don't break. The Pittsburgh defense have time to break. Well, the Pittsburgh defense, you know, their whole momentum and the way their style is set up. Well, our offense is gonna score thirty points a game. So if we make two or three stops and get off the field two or three times, you know, we're good. You know, you know, they believe their offense can't be stopped. And with a healthy Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, I mean, they got a good point. Like, you know, I just see nobody stopping them. You see when Big Ben went down, that whole offense crumbled last week. Yeah, we seen they offense get stopped in Philadelphia. They scored three in Philadelphia. Look what they scored past weekend. 15, 15 10 look. points. Who's that? Who's that? So it's been stopped. I don't know. At, 
and they was they was my Super Bowl pick to go to the Super Bowl. So you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a you know I'm not a Pittsburgh fan. You know, I, uh, yeah, we know you're a Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Ravens fan, so. fan. So I don't really like Pittsburgh. I don't. So it's all good, but let me ask you this: you got another team out there that's you know kind of right there in between your guys, the Raiders. They didn't drop two in a They didn't drop their second loss, but you know, at one point they were sitting at four and one. The Raiders, man, Kansas City just got their number. Every time they play Kansas City, Kansas City always beats the Raiders. I don't care what kind of season it is, I don't care what time of the season it is. They just got the Raiders number. The Raiders got a really good offense. The defense is coming around. The offense didn't look worth nothing this past weekend. I don't know because it was the rain. Because, you know, when it's raining hard like that, you got to rely on your running game. Kansas City has a, a better running game than the Raiders do. True that. So, so that really told the tale right there. The Raiders didn't have a, a running game to carry them through that bad weather. So, I mean, they, are they contenders? Yeah, I would have to say they are. But do I think they come out to AFC to represent for the Super Bowl? No. Uh-uh. Not like you got New England over there. True that. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this, another team out that same conference, Super Bowl champ, Denver Broncos. Start off hot, 4-0, and drop their last two games. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not really super excited about the offense with Trevor Simeon back there. Well, I mean, it's better than it was better than when Peyton Manning was there last year. That's arguable. The offense wasn't that great last year. I mean, the numbers, the numbers say. Yeah, maybe the numbers say, but the, the defense is going to carry them. That's, that's obvious. The defense is going to carry them. I don't know what. I don't know what happened to Demarius Thomas. He signed that paper and got his paper. Well, I, I'm going to tell you what happened to Demarius Thomas. Please years. enlighten me, because it I was two me. years ago. Mm-hmm. Was it two years? It may have been two years. It may be three. I don't. No, we have to look and see. Yeah, give it a When Cam Chandler hit him in the Super Bowl, <laughs> you don't think that was the same? The, I mean, look, think. After that hit, the man Thomas did everything he did in the playoff, uh, in the, all the way up to the, uh, you know, the regular season. Then he got in the playoff. He was he disappeared. You know what? That almost reminded me when Ray Lewis hit Eddie George. It's George. the same. Eddie George won the same. Two after years that. later, Eddie George retired. <laughs> hey, you know, I didn't. I never thought about it like that, but I, I guess. I mean, you just think he's he has not been the same since that lick he took in the Super Bowl. Yeah. To me, he hasn't. He's put up, you know, numbers, but they weren't they, the numbers you know, previous to that. Well, I mean, it's not that they were. It's the same numbers, but it's not like you know, he was a guy on the field. That hey, man, you we gotta to you gotta watch this guy. Now he's. Everything is like quiet. You'll have a quiet four catches for like, you know, 80 yards, but it wasn't really, you know, just no impact. It wasn't no impact. You know, the man Summers usually come around, him and Peyton Manning, 11 catches, 130 yards. It's impact. You know, you had to stop Demarius Thomas to stop their offense. Right. And now, I mean, he's just not, he's not there. Like, Cam Chandler took his soul. Probably. I mean, that was a hard lick. Probably. Man, uh, we was going for the team earlier. Of course, I mentioned the Cowboys. Speaking of them, they, they got an interesting dilemma over there in Dallas. You got Dak lighting it up, man. The Cowboys are 5-1. and one. 
They probably could have easily been 6-0. Stupid Terrence Williams know how to run out of bounds. So they could easily be 6-0. I think Dan Bailey probably made that kick. But regardless of the fact they 5-1, Tony Romo is supposedly getting healthier. They had a chance maybe to come back after the bye week or a couple of weeks after the bye week either or. And there's a lot of um, stuff going on in Dallas. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Is it going to be Dak? Is it going to be Romo? So my number one question to me is, what do you think about that situation? And who is going to be the starter? I think we already both know who should be the starter. But who do you think is going to be the starter? Well, I mean, first off, y'all realize what franchise you talking about. Yeah, if you don't, I don't know where you've been at. Dallas Cowboys. Right. Everybody know who the GM slash owner slash head coach is. And the maid and the gentleman and everything, everything else. else. I mean, yeah. these guys are cutting the check. He cut the checks. I mean, you know who he is. JJ. Jerry yeah. Jones. Jerry Jones has made the statement in previous weeks, Romo will be our starting but, quarterback. But why is the owner making this decision? Do you know any other owners that he decides the starting quarterback? This Ain't it normally the, the head coach? And like I said, this is the only team that's like it. I mean, this guy has his control. He controls everything. I mean, basically, the only thing he doesn't control is calling the plays on Sunday. Shoot, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that. He may be calling the plays. I mean, yeah. But like I told you earlier, history shows. You keep what you got going because the moment, I mean, for you Cowboy fans, let's be honest, you don't know who Tony Romo is unless Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt. If Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt, you don't know who Tony Romo is. True. If Tom, if Drew Bledsoe, oh, my bad, once again, if Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt again, you don't know who Tom Brady is. True. If Alex Smith doesn't get hurt, you don't know. Colin Kaepernick. So, in other words, part of the game. Part of the game. I mean, two of those guys took their team to Super Bowls that same year. Tom Brady took his team to the Super Bowl. They won it. Colin Kaepernick took his team to the Super Bowl, but he lost from winning. five yards away. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you got to just keep the momentum going. And I was telling a few of my friends that, like, the way Denver did it last year, Manning was stinking it up. They mm-hmm. pulled him, put Oswald in there. You know, Oswald got hot. You know, he got real hot. At the end of the season, won a few games. You know, he got hot. Then the play, he kind of fell off. Then you bring back the man. The man went on, took you through the playoffs, and, you know, took you to a championship. So you, you got that underneath your belt. I mean, Romo, just sit over there and draw that $20 million you're going to get. Hey, that's what I would do. You know, and hey, that, Dak, you got it. Go ahead. I mean, it's week six. Yeah. Nobody in the NFL they have played has caught up to their offense yet. Nobody has came up with a scheme to stop. Stop it. I mean, Dak is not really stretching the field. No. But his little six and seven yard completions and you got Elliott running. I mean, he getting, what, eight yards before he get touched? So, I mean, it's Got to keep that momentum going if you know if if you want to win, right? That's what I think. But you know, I got you know people say different. You know, I think Romo would be better, but I don't see it. Let me read something to you, man. Dak Prescott for the year has completed sixty-eight point seven percent of his passes. Not bad. 
pretty I'll damn good. That's what the the uh, the elite quarterbacks percentage around there. 1,486 yards to 7 TDs. It's not Big Ben or, uh, or Brady, but it's not that. But one interception that he just threw this past game. So he's not turning over the ball. It's something that you want from your quarterback. And we Ezekiel, all... And then he's getting help from Ezekiel Elliott, averaging 5.3 yards a carry. And we all know when it comes down to crunch time, Tony Romo does not make the best decision. And Dax, so far, has made all the right decisions. However, we just went through all that, but there's one factor, and you named it. Double J. Double J. Jerry Jones. I mean, the head coach should be making the decision. Hey, that Prescott's our starter. Romo will back him up. I mean, we just seen this happen. I mean, uh, in New England, I mean, You've seen the two backups, the second and third string, had good games. I mean, actually, the second string, Guapolo, had a great game yeah. at the beginning of the season. Like, But Bill Belichick had made it known. You know, when Brady gets back, Brady will be our starter. But that's kind of a different situation. Well, that's it's, the Patriots. They, they run a totally you know, different it's, organization. It's different. They ain't so like, you, they ain't you like can't compare that. But, but, you know, it's the same situation, though. But, I mean, you got to come out and, like, look. Dak is our starting quarterback. He is our quarterback of the future, and the future starts now. I mean, because you know why? We're winning. If you're losing, well, Dak, it, it was nice. Tony, you go with it, but man, you got to keep the train going. The only thing I'm fearful is Jerry. See, Jerry Jones is very loyal, but he's very loyal to a fault. He, he likes to stick with his old players, stick by his guns, and hey, I'm not going to desert you, but look here, you're winning. You've got a chance to do something special. That. You I know, mean, you, you got a chance to do something. I mean, and and winning seasons in Dallas come few and far in between. I mean, you because if you look at the way the Cowboys are playing and how they built, it reminds me of the same team from two years ago. Strong running game, ball control offense, not turning over the ball, a bend or break defense. It's almost the exact same team from two years ago. Same concepts, but I don't think um, Ezekiel Ellis getting many touches as DeMarco did that season. But they're built. Built the they're, built, they're built the same. And they doing this without Dez Bryant. True. Which is even more impressive. So I'm trying to figure out when he gets back in, how does that all fit in too? We'll see. But I think it'd be easier to include him in versus putting Romo in as the quarterback and disrupting the rhythm of the offense. Yeah, I mean, and you have to look at it too. Like, that is not only hitting a lot of receivers. I mean, his favorite target is Cole Beasley. Yeah. That's in the slot. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting Cole Beasley at least six or seven times. I don't know how many targets he gets, but yeah. I know he get at least seven receptions every game. I, I wish think, I had him in fantasy football. Oh, man, he's killing. <laughs> so you just think about yeah. it. Once he gets used to, you know, going outside the numbers and using Dez Bryant to stretch the field and those hard catches across the middle, I mean, that offense is going to be really, really hard to stop. And that, the only reason why he's not getting the ball to Dez because he knows this is going to get double teamed. You don't want to force that ball to him and turn on, risk a turnover. We got this this back back here giving you eight or nine yards to carry. Why not just check it down to your second and third option? You know, get those five or six yards, hand it off to Zeke, and let him do his job. But it's, it's crazy because I feel like Tony Romo is not going to do that. Tony Romo does not always check down to who he should throw the ball to. 
gonna check the Jason Whitman. I mean, he's gonna try to, and then you see him numerous of times trying to force the ball to Dez when you know Dez is getting doubled, or you know Dez. Oh, you know, it's always something. He just, to me, he never makes the right decision when he needs to. Right. And it's cost them games, and arguably, you know, a lot of playoff games. Well, not a lot of playoff, but a lot of chance to make the playoffs because. Really? Yeah. The Cowboys have had an explosive offense for the past four or five years, and now he always gets hurt. He gets hurt, or it gets down to the last game of the season for the division, and, and they find a way to find a way to lose. So I'm, I'm looking at Zach's resume so far. He won in San Francisco. I'm not saying that, that says a lot, but it's a road game. It was a hostile environment. Well, he won in Washington, which is a division game. And you look at the Redskins right now, the Redskins ain't that bad. They right behind them, so that was a good win. He won in San Francisco. Then nobody gave him a chance in Green Bay to win. And, he won and they won that. by two touchdowns. They won convincingly. I'm going to say, like you said, to be honest, you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan. Cowboys to be six. Yeah. Terrence Williams goes out of bounds like he's supposed to. Cowboys beat the time. At home. Something they haven't did in the past. It's Two been, seasons. It's been three. a while. I think they didn't won every game they've played in Jerry World. No, they lost a couple. I actually went to one. Well, it's been that minute. I know not every. I know when they first opened up that building, yeah, they, they beat them. like three or four straight times. Yeah, and I know they beat them last year in that building. Right. So, I everybody beat them in that building last year. Like I said, man. No, no, they didn't because Tony Romo threw that last minute touchdown. Well, okay, they did. Season. But that I mean, was with Jason Wynn. Yeah. I mean, the Giants don't beat them so many times in that building. It's hard to keep I up. Think the Giants can beat them more in their oh, building. Now, they now, have now that's time. a fact. Now, that's a fact. But like I said, man, you gotta stick with what's what's got you to five and one. Uh, you know, Tony Romo is a good quarterback. You know, but why go in there and throw that curveball in there? You know, and make that complete change. I just don't see the normal team. Other teams in the NFL wouldn't do it. They would keep us what you got that's winning you game. It's sad. If this was any other team, we wouldn't have this discussion. Yeah, because you know what they would do. But Because we know the history of the Dallas Cowboys, and we know how Jerry Jones operates, and he likes to mess up something. He's just meddling on it. I believe he wants to win, but he just has to put his in- input. If he doesn't have his input in it, it's not right. We know Jason Garrett ain't nothing but a player. That's all he is. He pulls the string one way, Jerry pulls the string this way, and Jerry's gonna go that way. So, and this is another thing that I've thought about and I've been seeing and realizing that I'm scared of for them is that you see Dak, and Dak doesn't have nothing. He may take it, tuck it, and run it, get down or get out of town. Tony Romo, which he is good at this, he holds on to the ball. He tries to, you know, hold, extend the play. He does make a play, but now you see his body is fragile. He can't take a lick. So you think about that, him rolling out, holding that rock, and Cliff Ray will come into again and hit him on his shoulder pad and break one of his vertebrae. That's that's something you got to realize that, hey, man, it can happen again. So my message to Tony Romo, look here, man. See on the bench. Collect your 20 million at the end of the year, retire. Or you probably have to go somewhere else and play. Or just be a backup for the rest of the rest of your Man, career. Just wait till your time is wait till it's your time again. I mean Your time is done. There ain't no more time for you. You your time should be finished. 
won't you just go ahead and retire? Your back is all broke up in 20 different places. You don't made enough money to rock the Cowboys for the last five or six years. And you're married into the family. So come yeah, on, so man. man. And that collarbone you got, got a metal plate in it. Go home, man. <laughs> Leave it alone, Tony. Leave it alone, man. Listen to the boys on the takeover and leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Go home. Go home. Go home. But man, it was a good show, man. We finna get ready to wrap it up. Like I said, man, the co-CEO of the takeover, BA, man, came in the house. You be hearing his voice a whole lot often. Man, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, so probably starting next week, we're going to start having our show live where y'all can call in. So I know people been asking about it, been itching to call in, giving us, you know, the feedback you want to get in on the subject. So we're going to give y'all a chance to become superstars and call in and sound off and we could debate or whatever, man. Go on the page, leave comments. Hey, we could debate actually on the Facebook page. Yeah, man. Y'all get on there and like and comment, man, and let us know, you know, give us this feedback, you know, we need to know. What y'all want to hear, what y'all want to talk about, like, you know, it's, this is for the people, so let them know. Hey, man. And in case you didn't know, we are on iTunes. Go under, under the takeover and subscribe. So, man, we running through iTunes, man. We starting to get this thing a little bit bigger, man, just hanging there with us, and, man, we going to get it right where we need it to be. And now, fine. like we always do at the end of each episode, man, we always do the session of unsigned hype. Man, we got this dude named Rodney Block, man. He got some good um, jazz song. If y'all into jazz, man, you want to stay tuned and listen to it, man. We like to showcase talent around the area, man, give people a chance, man, that, you know, these big record companies just ignoring all this talent that we got in the local area, but we ain't ignoring it. So, man, if you're a local artist or you got some poetry, whatever, man, send it to us. We put it on the show. The uh, song is called Swoon, man, and I'm glad y'all tuned in with us, man. My boy B.A., my cuz came through. And we are out to take over. Y'all have a good day, man. And the diamond rings Trips in the summer Sunroof in the hummer And all these things a girl can really appreciate
could never be okay. So it's your affection that I'm wanting more. So can we go back to what we had before? Just dancing